This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. special episode of Hack Underground. I am your new host, John Kay, as James and Jared have both graduated. Here we are. Today, we have a special episode as I got a chance to sit down with Professor Brandy DePriest, who is right now only teaching one class. It is the last class she will teach on campus. Very thankful that I got the chance to sit down with her. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. I'm lucky enough to sit down with former slash still kind of current professor, Brandy DePriest. Big round of applause. Hello, John. For for yourself. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here. Um, Yeah, this is an exit interview being done by the Hack Media team that I'm now a part of. fun story or not really story but brandy used to be my advisor when she was here full time so this is a really cool opportunity for me to interview her and for everybody else to learn a little more about one of the coolest professors on campus oh you're just saying that because we had a rough couple of years not biased or anything <laughs> um so you graduated from xavier undergrad and then came here, and this was actually your first job out of college. It was. I actually did my um, undergrad at U- University of Louisville, and then master's at Xavier, and then I came here. Okay. Well, I can't read. That's okay. <laughs> so you've been here 16 years. That's yes. That's pretty impressive. I can't see myself staying anywhere for 16 years. It was great. A great 16 years. That's actually lots of fun. Well, I'm lying. I can see myself being somewhere for 16 years. <laughs> um, so having been here for so long, what's one of your, what are some of your favorite memories from being here as a professor and other things that you've done, like working with, I'm blanking on it. The Environmental Club? Yes, thank you. Speak. That was yeah. fun. Uh, we started that back in, I think, 2007, and um, a group of students and I just basically got together and wanted to try to start recycling on campus, and it exploded into all kinds of cool events, um, like uh, canoeing trips and uh, roadside cleanups. Uh, we did a Battle of the Bands fundraiser one year, um, and then we kind of slipped into doing Earth Fest every single year, which was Steuben County's largest um, Earth Day event for about... I don't know, five or six years. Um, so that was always really fun to get the students involved because we would get students from all across campus to do that. Um, and inevitably, there was a communication major or an English major or two um, helping out with that, getting some experience doing event planning and writing and things like that. Um, but I don't know. I've had a lot of fun being a member of the hack department. Uh, the students are so passionate about what they do, and there's so much room to like grow and try new things and start new projects and get way too busy, but have a blast doing it. Yeah. So I don't know. It's been 
a lot of fun in and out of the classroom. Yeah, retweet on the way too busy thing. Um, <laughs> so now, well, during the last couple of years, obviously I got to see most a bunch of the pro, well, some of the process. Being your advisee uh, with you getting your doctorate finally, you're a doctor in global leadership. Mm-hmm. One of the finally. best leaders I know. Aw, <laughs> helped saved my butt a couple times, and then obviously leading speak. So how how good does it feel to finally have? Like, you can just walk around like, yeah, I'm a doctor now. It it feels good. <laughs> Not a day goes by when I don't feel grateful that that's over. In fact, I'm coming up on, on my one-year anniversary since my defense, September 20th. Yes, thank you. Um, so I was thinking about that today. I realized that we're in September now and that uh, one year ago today, I was frantically working on the finishing touches of my dissertation and simultaneously planning my defense and, you know, making myself physically ill because I was really sick the day I defended. But yeah, so it was a long and difficult road working full time and having a family and doing all kinds of other fun stuff in the meantime. And still being a student on top of it. Yeah. Which I think is beneficial. Like a lot of, well, for you, especially because you could understand a lot of the struggles that some of your advisees, not just me, but other ones were going through being full-time students and you're like, look, I get it because you have a full-time job, which is a little more, a little more difficult than some of our full-time jobs. Um, but yeah, you did, you did fantastic. Thank you. Um, so now new job just before the school year working now at the J Cruz education center as a grant writer. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, so the J. Cruz Education Center um, was actually founded in 2011 uh, by John Cruz, uh, who owns uh, Worldwide Auctioneers. Um, it started as sort of a remote thing where they would uh, travel. When they would go to auction in different parts of the country, they would uh, set up programs with community members like local businesses and have them come out and do like hands-on you know, work experiences to get like for kids and returning veterans. Uh, to kind of understand what different types of jobs are out there. And so they acquired a new facility um, in 2018. And so they finally have, um, you know, an actual physical place for the education center where businesses can come in um, and uh, basically set up a hands-on, you know, career experience. Um, So there are 16 different career pathways that cover everything from like manufacturing, health sciences, uh, arts and culture, just all across the board uh, and basically encompass pretty much any job that you can have. Um, So within each of those career pathways, we're bringing in local businesses to set up these experiences. Um, And so for example, one of our experiences is uh, uh, we have a a local manufacturing business donating a CNC machine. So uh, students and vets can come in. Well, anyone can come in. It's just free for students and vets. They can come in and, you know, run a program and um, it will create like this actual little thing, like a a part or coin or something um, that they can actually take home with them. And so it opens up up the door for all kinds of other opportunities, you know, relating to that. So like, where do the designs for these come from? Where do the plans come from for these programs? Um, Who creates the machines? Uh, What happens to the parts after they leave the machines? So there are all kinds of, it opens the door to so many other questions relating to um, fields within that industry. Um, We have another organization doing, um, that does, 
that cleans up. It's a cleaning service and they clean up crime scenes. And they are also going to create, we call them pods, personal opportunities for developing skills. Uh, so they're developing a pod that where they can go in, students can go in if they want to, and clean up a crime scene. We're going to use actual sterilized goat's blood. And if students want to go in there, put on a hazmat suit, go in and do the full cleaning process, tearing up carpet and everything, uh, they can do that. Uh, if they don't want to do that, they can just watch or not. It's completely, you know... Um, up to them what pods they want to explore. And so we're also doing uh, career coaching. We have a career coach on staff. And um, you can go in and meet with a career coach for an hour and uh, basically do like a character strengths assessment and find out, you know, what types of job you would be best at. And the cool thing about this is like they do this in schools, but you only get maybe 35 minutes a year with a guidance counselor. With this, you get an hour with our career coach um, and then he will do follow-ups with you and then you can kind of think about how the character assessment matches or applies to some of the um, career clusters and pods that you might explore in our facility. Um, and that is also uh, students and vets can apply for a scholarship to do that. Um, and so it's a really neat opportunity to kind of figure out what different job opportunities are out there um, because I think that part of the problem with public education is that they don't, they don't have the resources to let you know all the different types of jobs that are out there and also, you know, what you might just be good at or what might be interesting to you. You know, sometimes you just are like, well, maybe, you know, my dad's an engineer, so I guess I'll be an engineer, right? Or my grandparents, my mom are teachers, so I guess – that's what I'll do because it seems like a thing that I know. So it lets you get to know other things to help you be more secure in your job and what you're doing. And it's also good for the businesses because then they have a workforce that is more passionate and more invested in what they're doing. So it's a win-win situation. And plus it gives them a little bit of experience, it sounds like, which, I mean, every employer that you talk to for the most part is, well, do you have any experience doing that? And if, I mean, obviously it gives you a leg up if you do. But yeah, that's, I mean, thinking about the whole public school situation, not, in, not maybe not informing you, but not giving you the information, that's a better way of saying it, about what all jobs are out there. It sounds like you guys are doing a really huge, huge thing for people who might be struggling a little bit. They're like, eh, I don't really know what to do. Because I know I was definitely, there was a couple years in high school where I was in that kind of spot and just like, they're like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, I have no idea. So that's something that definitely would, I feel like would have been beneficial for a person like myself. Yeah. And I mean, if you think about like the classes you took in high school and how many classes did you take where you were like, why am I taking this? It's pointless. Am I ever going to use it again? Well, when you, in this, you know, it, when you have these experiences, um, you also get to learn um, the, the path that you need to take to get to that career. So the types of classes you need to take, whether you need to go to college or get technical training. Um, and it helps students really get more excited about it because if they have um, more of an idea in mind, they can be more invested in their education, their current education moving forward. Um, and that's the idea is to get students into their education and wanting to learn. Yeah, you have to be, have to be willing. That's the best way to I mean, again, speaking from experience, if you're invested in whatever you're learning in, it definitely makes it a lot easier going forward. Yeah, it absolutely does. Um, so obviously COVID has affected everyone in the world. Has COVID, how has COVID affected you guys? 
getting started? Uh, so we were scheduled to open the um, career exploration experience uh, this fall, fall of 2020, but because of uh, COVID-19, we have to delay our opening until next year. Um, but we do have grants from um, some local organizations. And then obviously I, as the grant writer, am working on securing other grants. But um, our uh, Career Coaching Academy is opening on October 1st. So um, our career coach, our head career coach, Austin Macy, is frantically working to get everything ready and prepared um, to do uh, face-to-face and virtual career coaching for um, for anyone. But um, like I said, they can get students and vets can get scholarships uh, to have that. Um, and then, um, yeah, so basically we're preparing to open next year with the exploration experience. So that's August 1, 2021, correct? Uh, yes. Okay. A year from now, go get a hold of Brandy and she'll help you point you in the right direction. Yeah, that's right. It'll be great for schools to go in and take classes in and, um, or individuals even on the weekends will be open on the weekends and stuff too. And we'll do camps for spring break and Christmas and things like that. It's going to be huge. Yes, it is. Huge stuff going forward. Um, that's all we've got time for today. Big shout out to professor Brandy DePriest, Dr. Brandy DePriest taking some time out of her busy day before she has to go teach a class to talk and tell us about what she's doing now on to on to big things. Well, it was my pleasure. I enjoyed talking to you today. All right, real quick, just for anybody who might be looking for where to find you guys at online, Brandy, where, what is the website they can find you guys at? Uh, you can find us at jcruiseducation.org. Uh, that's K-R-U-S-E, and we're actually located in Auburn, Indiana. So not too far away either if you're in the Angola area. Just a short 20-ish minute drive down to Auburn. All right, once again, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come sit down and chat with me in the beautiful Trine Broadcasting Network studio. <laughs> thank you, John. Uh, yeah, shout out Josh Hornbacher and Sarah Zimmer for putting all this together. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.